social media access, different works of any value. I had less in real life than what was on that tiny laptop. All my life was literally there, as well as zero security. I also had a great habit of having my laptop with me everywhere I went. What if I suddenly had an inspiration and there was no equipment with me? My art school friends were laughing at me, saying that there are sketchbooks. Like, draw whatever you want with a pencil in the notes and it's okay. But we don't do shortcuts. As it turned out, I was too naive and silly. Because one day, my lovely laptop, it was gone. Me and my friend took a walk in the park, and the equipment was in my backpack. I have no idea how and when they could pull it out, so I didn't even notice. My friend also didn't see anything suspicious, and there weren't even any people walking by, and she was also sure that nobody stopped next to us. But the fact is, my laptop was stolen. It was a nightmare. Let me remind you that my whole life was in there. Moreover, you don't need a password to enter, and my other passwords were in the text file named Passwords. Even my bank data and the access to my personal account were there. Of course, my first step was a telephone call to the bank for an account lock. Then, using my smartphone, I logged into social media and changed everything. After that, I just sat down on the grass and started to cry, because I never had a habit of uploading my works to the cloud. Of course, my parents and I went to the police and reported it, but the policeman honestly said there wasn't any hope. In the best case scenario, my laptop was disassembled for parts and sold. In the worst case, it wasn't even in the city anymore. Anyway, a classical policeman thing. In the art school, my problem was understood. They gave me another month so that I could remake my exam works. I don't recommend repeating this experience. It hurts. Anyway, it is an emotional pain, because it's impossible to perfectly, or at least a little decently, restore in a month what it took years to draw. But I coped, and the exam was credited to me. Not new works, but those the teachers saw in agreements, considering my past merits. But it was already good, because otherwise, I would have lost my diploma. And so it seemed everything turned out fine. I still have some drawings and comics in my library on social media, so I didn't lose everything, but I just couldn't physically restore my novels and paintings. Honestly, I had a tough one. Then the depression started. My parents even took me to a doctor, so that he could prescribe pills or something like that. I thought all was lost. I was sure, and to cheer myself up a little, I didn't start trying to piece together my old works but just moved to a different genre. I kept drawing, but now it wasn't gothic fantasy and household things that excited me. That should be the end of the story, shouldn't it? Like, they stole my laptop, so what's the big deal? Well, I would probably think so too, if it hadn't happened to me. But that's just my story. And the sequel was much worse than what happened before. Less than six months after the theft, an unreal thing happened. One of my friends called me, and he told me to run immediately to the comic book store in the corner. Moreover, this particular person is not an avid comic book fan, and he wouldn't make noise over trifles. 
So I just ran and decided to find out what was the matter. My friend stood next to the comic book novels counter, twirling in his hands a novel in... a very familiar cover. Familiar literally, until the last curl in the hair of a fantasy female lead, because I personally did it myself during a night of insomnia. I mean, this cover. Of course, I immediately rushed to flipping the book, and I realized it was a slightly edited, but my own, novel in front of me. The very first one, and I worked on it for a long time. But the author was unknown to me. I rushed to call the publisher, but nobody would listen to me or help. In my opinion, they just decided that I'm either a crazy fan or just a hysterical headache because they said, if there's some evidence that the work is yours, bring it to our legal department. And then they hung up. And I had the evidence on a stolen laptop. That is, directly in the hands of the person who appropriated my work. And so it was much more painful than a simple theft. Because now, it was not just a theft of technology, but the theft of something personal, intimate, what I lived with all this time. My life was stolen from me literally, not metaphorically. There were nine books in that cycle of novels, plus more sketches for a new series, different materials, and just thoughts. And every six months, I died and started again, because all nine were published, and then extra too. Each of these works had been edited, something finalized, something completely thrown away, probably because it wasn't necessary. But the attacker used all my materials for three years after the theft. It was said that this unknown earned good money and good fame with his graphic novels, which were in fact mine, and he enjoyed his wild popularity. Yes, okay, money. But the thought that it's mine, dear pieces of the soul, that takes yourself another... I cried constantly, literally lived with a therapist, who said let it go and forget it. But I really didn't succeed. Especially when my paintings were in the gallery. Those same pictures that were supposed to go to my diploma, but they were on a stolen laptop. And when I found out how many of them were sold, I almost lost my mind. And then it dawned on me. Artwork. It's usually not what the criminals are interested in, is it? Well, like, if you steal things for the sake of the things themselves, you'll hardly need their content. If it's not some mobile or laptop star, where you can find exclusive photos or something like that. But that meant, that day, only my friend was close to me. And I couldn't trust anyone else. I gave the police testimony that none of the passers-by came to us, and didn't come close, but she had a lot of chances to pull out my laptop, especially because she knew perfectly well I don't set passwords. This thought literally smashed my brain. But I didn't have any idea how to check it. I couldn't just ask, Dear, did you steal my laptop in order to take advantage of my work? That would be stupid. So I came up with a plan. Our common friend had come to visit her under some pretext, and then would stay to search everything. A friend of mine wasn't against it, because for her, my calculations seemed very natural and correct. I will not pull the intrigue. Yes, 
the laptop was found in my friend's house, hidden in her nightstand. And yes, she did it all on purpose, to make money on something that didn't belong to her. Here, except for only the moral satisfaction of exposing the criminal, and understanding that somehow I choose my friends incorrectly, it didn't mean anything to me. I can't get my rights to all the published novels, or any money, or the remaining works. And in fact, I'm left with nothing, but my friend couldn't steal anything more from me. My friend just laughed at me, and then she just moved to another city, and forgot about us. It seems she even settled as an illustrator for a publishing house, and I was left with a reputation, and without the business of my life. Everyone will have their own moral here. So, what's this? Stealing is bad? No, that's too trivial. Set passwords and stuff? Well, that's a basic security condition. All that remains, everyone is considered to be innocent until proven otherwise. Write in the comments if you've ever encountered any problems like theft and how you coped with it. Share my video with those who trust people. And remember that anybody could steal something from you. So don't exclude even the craziest options in the search. Hi everyone, my name's Alice, and I have a massive issue. It all started when my laptop was stolen, and it ended up stealing my whole life. As long as I can remember, I love to draw. My parents were very understanding, and they would let me do a lot of things, including making as much art in my room as I liked, and I was able to create what I wanted on the wallpaper. I painted on all available surfaces, hung up my childish primitive pictures, and my girlfriends envied me terribly. With time, my artistic skills developed so much that my parents took me to the School of Art. From that moment, I started my focus training, and my drawings changed from childish and primitive to more decent stories. When I was already at school, I realized that just a canvas and some paint weren't enough for me, and I started practicing with graphics. My dad gave me a good computer and a graphics card as a Christmas gift. I could hit the design hard, but I didn't strive to color all the world. I had another goal which was more difficult. I wanted to bring what's in my head into the world. At around 14, my schoolmates started an epidemic of comics and graphic novels, and here I finally found myself. It turned out to create a scenario, then draw a graphic part and form something complex and challenging was definitely my thing. When I was only 16, I created my first accomplished novel in 100 pages. I showed it to my friend and the guys at school and all of them said it's a great thing and it has to be continued. I was all for it. I want you to understand, I actually never wanted to publish it. Maybe later, but definitely not at that moment. And that's why I was keeping all my designs on my laptop and some of them in public on social media so people would be able to evaluate and show me some mistakes. Sometimes I was doing sketches on some interesting topics, not only the novels. I was molding something from the cartoons and creating big classic paintings. The last one was only for a diploma in the art school, not for my soul, but nonetheless, it was also kept on my laptop. I had everything on my laptop, 
passwords, social media access, different works of any value. I had less in real life than what was on that tiny laptop. All my life was literally there, as well as zero security. I also had a great habit of having my laptop with me everywhere I went. What if I suddenly had an inspiration, and there was no equipment with me? My art school friends were laughing at me, saying that there are sketchbooks. Like, draw whatever you want with a pencil in the notes and it's okay. But we don't do shortcuts. As it turned out, I was too naive and silly. Because one day, my lovely laptop, it was gone. Me and my friend took a walk in the park, and the equipment was in my backpack. I have no idea how and when they could pull it out, so I didn't even notice. My friend also didn't see anything suspicious, and there weren't even any people walking by, and she was also sure that nobody stopped next to us. But the fact is, my laptop was stolen. It was a nightmare. Let me remind you that my whole life was in there. Moreover, you don't need a password to enter, and my other passwords were in the text file named Passwords. Even my bank data and the access to my personal account were there. Of course, my first step was a telephone call to the bank for an account lock. Then, using my smartphone, I logged into social media and changed everything. After that, I just sat down on the grass and started to cry, because I never had a habit of uploading my works to the cloud. Of course, my parents and I went to the police and reported it, but the policeman honestly said there wasn't any hope. In the best case scenario, my laptop was disassembled for parts and sold. In the worst case, it wasn't even in the city anymore. Anyway, a classical policeman thing. In the art school, my problem was understood. They gave me another month so that I could remake my exam works. I don't recommend repeating this experience. It hurts. Anyway, it is an emotional pain, because it's impossible to perfectly, or at least a little decently, restore in a month what it took years to draw. But I coped, and the exam was credited to me. Not new works, but those the teachers saw in agreements, considering my past merits. But it was already good, because otherwise, I would have lost my diploma. And so it seemed everything turned out fine. I still have some drawings and comics in my library on social media, so I didn't lose everything. But I just couldn't physically restore my novels and paintings. Honestly, I had a tough one. Then the depression started. My parents even took me to a doctor so that he could prescribe pills or something like that. I thought all was lost. I was sure. And to cheer myself up a little, I didn't start trying to piece together my old works but just moved to a different genre. I kept drawing, but now it wasn't gothic fantasy and household things that excited me. That should be the end of the story, shouldn't it? Like, they stole my laptop, so what's the big deal? Well, I would probably think so too, if it hadn't happened to me. But that's just my story. And the sequel was much worse than what happened before. Less than six months after the theft, an unreal thing happened. One of my friends called me, and he told me to run immediately to the comic book store in the corner. Moreover, this particular person is not an avid comic book fan, and he wouldn't make noise over trifles. 
So I just ran and decided to find out what was the matter. My friend stood next to the comic book novels counter, twirling in his hands a novel in... a very familiar cover. Familiar literally, until the last curl in the hair of a fantasy female lead. Because I personally did it myself during a night of insomnia. I mean, this cover. Of course, I immediately rushed to flipping the book, and I realized it was a slightly edited, but my own, novel in front of me. The very first one, and I worked on it for a long time. But the author was unknown to me. I rushed to call the publisher, but nobody would listen to me or help. In my opinion, they just decided that I'm either a crazy fan or just a hysterical headache because they said, if there's some evidence that the work is yours, bring it to our legal department. And then they hung up. And I had the evidence on a stolen laptop. That is, directly in the hands of the person who appropriated my work. And so it was much more painful than a simple theft. Because now, it was not just a theft of technology, but the theft of something personal, intimate, what I lived with all this time. My life was stolen from me literally, not metaphorically. There were nine books in that cycle of novels, plus more sketches for a new series, different materials, and just thoughts. And every six months, I died and started again, because all nine were published, and then extra two. Each of these works had been edited, something finalized, something completely thrown away, probably because it wasn't necessary. But the attacker used all my materials for three years after the theft. It was said that this unknown earned good money and good fame with his graphic novels, which were in fact mine, and he enjoyed his wild popularity. Yes, okay, money, but the thought that it's mine, dear pieces of the soul that takes yourself another. I cried constantly, literally lived with a therapist who said let it go and forget it, but I really didn't succeed. Especially when my paintings were in the gallery, those same pictures that were supposed to go to my diploma, but they were on a stolen laptop. And when I found out how many of them were sold, I almost lost my mind. And then it dawned on me. Artwork. It's usually not what the criminals are interested in. Is it? Well, like, if you steal things for the sake of the things themselves, you'll hardly need their content. If it's not some mobile or laptop star, where you can find exclusive photos or something like that. But that meant... That day, only my friend was close to me. And I couldn't trust anyone else. I gave the police testimony that none of the passers-by came to us and didn't come close, but she had a lot of chances to pull out my laptop, especially because she knew perfectly well I don't set passwords. This thought literally smashed my brain. But I didn't have any idea how to check it. I couldn't just ask. Dear, did you steal my laptop in order to take advantage of my work? That would be stupid. So I came up with a plan. Our common friend had come to visit her under some pretext, and then would stay to search everything. A friend of mine wasn't against it, because for her, my calculation seemed very natural and correct. I will not pull the intrigue. Yes, 
the laptop was found in my friend's house, hidden in her nightstand. And yes, she did it all on purpose, to make money on something that didn't belong to her. Here, except for only the moral satisfaction of exposing the criminal, and understanding that somehow I choose my friends incorrectly, it didn't mean anything to me. I can't get my rights to all the published novels, or any money, or the remaining works. And in fact, I'm left with nothing, but my friend couldn't steal anything more from me. My friend just laughed at me, and then she just moved to another city, and forgot about us. It seems she even settled as an illustrator for a publishing house, and I was left with a reputation, and without the business of my life. Everyone will have their own moral here. So, what's this? Stealing is bad? No, that's too trivial. Set passwords and stuff? Well, that's a basic security condition. All that remains, everyone is considered to be innocent until proven otherwise. Write in the comments if you've ever encountered any problems like theft and how you coped with it. Share my video with those who trust people. And remember that anybody could steal something from you. So don't exclude even the craziest options in the search.